and we're back with another series. This time, covering and summarising Daniel McGinn's Psyched Up. So, you're probably thinking, what's in it for me listening to this podcast series? How about learning how the science of mental preparation can help you succeed? So, get psyched for your next performance. Sometimes, life seems like one long sequence of performances. First, they are the roles we play without even noticing it. Child, spouse, parent, friend. As if these roles weren't tiring and don't enough, there are countless others that we adopt as life goes on, such as leader or teacher, athlete or entrepreneur. So, how can you stay motivated when performing these myriad roles? Well, that's exactly what these podcasts seek to help you with. Drawn on a range of sources from athletic research to academic studies, they'll provide you with practical tips and professional pointers for staying calm and performing at the very top of your abilities. In this podcast series, you'll also learn that performance anxiety can be dispelled with a spank, why contagion is sometimes positive, and which song is the best motivation booster. So, let's get on to the first key principle from the book. You can deal with performance anxiety by reappraising it and centering yourself. The big day has arrived. In a few hours, you'll be auditioning for Broadway's next hit musical, singing and dancing for a group of people you've never seen before. You're so nervous you could explode. Okay, maybe musical theatre isn't your thing, but you've probably experienced pre-performance anxiety at some point. Whether before a job interview or while preparing a presentation, anticipatory anxiousness, most commonly known as the fight or flight response, is a psychological reaction to stress. When you feel threatened, your body produces adrenaline, a hormone that causes an increase in your blood pressure, as well as your heart and respiratory rates. Now, this is helpful if you have to run away or engage in a physical confrontation. It's not so great, however, when there's no tangible threat of danger. Inconveniently, almost any stress can trigger the flight or fight response. For instance, the American musician Carly Simon once suffered such an acute attack of anxiety during a 1981 concert that she had to seek help from the audience. Fans had to get on stage and calm her down by rubbing her arms. But maybe you're looking for a less hands-on relaxant. Well, one way to alleviate anxiety is to repraise it. Alison Brooks first perceived the benefits of reappraisal while auditioning for Princeton's undergrad a cappella group. She noticed that excited singers tended to perform better than nervous ones. Later, while pursuing her doctorate, she conducted a study. Before giving a performance, participants were told to do one or three things. Say, I'm so excited. Say, I'm so nervous. Or say nothing and try to remain calm. The results proved Brooke's hypothesis. The participants, who announced their excitement and thus repraised it, performed better than the others. They managed to alchemize anxiety into excitement. This is effective because returning from an anxious state to a calm state is hard. The two emotions are far apart. Transitioning from anxious to excited, however, doesn't take much effort. Centering is yet another anxiety-reducing technique. 
Aikido masters in Japan remain calm yet intent when practicing their martial arts. Robert Nidefa, a sports psychologist, devised steps to achieving similar focus. Begin by breathing deeply. While concentrating on your breath, release the tension in your muscles. Then imagine that all your body's energy is concentrated in your physical centre. The point just beneath your belly button. Once it's all there, release it. This centering technique will bring you calm and renewed focus. <laughs>